previously on Getting Dicey. I stand up near the fire and, and look over everybody and I just say, Listen, we came all this way to save Gundren, and we failed. You've shown that you're willing to fight for the protection of the weak. It seems it may fall to us to do it again. Are you all with me? Yes. Indeed. I'm in. I don't need to say anything. It's like, this would have been like almost perfect for Billy Goblin to appear and be like, I'm in. <laughs> it may be some time before we see each other again. There are, like I said, some wrongs I do need to write. Duran rides up uh, towards the orchard. Gundren, is it true? Last night, Gundren visited via apparition. He's urging me to find his other brother, Nundro. It was believed that Nizna had killed both Thardin and Nundro. He said it was incredibly important for the Forge of Spells to be protected. The reason Nizna was at the Waviko cave was to get to this forge. Will you venture with us to slay him? If you need my sword, you've got it. The path that you take sort of winds through a few hills. You can see off in the distance a, a mountain, a larger mountain. What you hear off in the distance brings all of you to a standstill. The clattering of bones. Sig, you're the first to spot it. You've all heard it, but you're the first to spot it. What looks like a small army of skeleton warriors. Getting dicey. <laughs> So you guys have just been um, surrounded. There was a total of 16 of these um, skeletons. Eight of them had rushed forward uh, with their swords out and you had basically destroyed them with ice knife and a few other uh, attacks, but mainly ice knife. Uh, and a few others sort of stayed back with their uh, bows drawn. You've taken care of the eight at the front um, and a few more splintered off from the bow and arrow group running forward, putting away their bows and unsheathing their swords. Um Bill, I think you took quite a bit of damage from, from some of those skeletons and an arrow to the knee at one point as well. Uh, what's up? What are you, what's Bill doing? Uh, I'm just going to survey the uh, my comrades here and uh, just see how they're doing. Um, if people can describe how they're doing, I mean, it looks, I think, are all of your HPs all up to date here from what I can see? I'm uh, in a tree. Quite. <laughs> not quite. It is now. All right, cool. I mean, everyone, everyone on your side looks pretty good, except for maybe Loris, who you can see past a, a pile of these skeletons' bones um, laying in front of you. Yeah, um, Loris is fairly bloodied and battered, and I think I have a, an arrow somewhere in my chest somewhere. I can't remember. Yeah, I think the yeah, I think an arrow did hit you at one point there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Sildar, uh, the last thing I think that happened was Sildar running forward and slashing out and taking out another one. He looks fine. Uh, Mirican is still hanging out uh, in a tree, untouched, for, as far as you can, uh, as far as you remember. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm just going to run up here, next to uh, next to Loris, and just clap him on the shoulder, and just uh, you you're right there, big guy. And um, warm healing light begins to flow through his shoulder, making him feel. Exactly, 1d8 plus 3 better. Nice. All right. Give us a roll of the d8. Uh, that'd be 11. Oh, nice. 
That's pretty good. That's that's useful. I like that. Thanks. Uh, that's me. Okay, cool. Uh, next in the order is Mirakin atop that tree. So I can see uh, Loris engaged in battle with a skelly boy down there? Yeah, yeah. Um, Loris and, and Sig. Oh, sorry, Loris and uh, Silda. Silda and Sig. And Sig is there as well. <laughs> Am I able to... Uh, if I was to send my spider down, would it be able to be between Loros and Zelda? Um, yes. It's the size of a chihuahua, after all. I'm yeah. sure it could fit between those could. burly men. Yeah, definitely. All right. I'm going to point in their direction, and I'm going to whisper, do as the big one does, and point him in the direction, sicking him on the, uh, the skelly boy they are engaged with. Okay. So... Do I have a movable token for him? I, or is that something you no, do? I need to I need to get you a nice movable token. We're gonna at some get point. a token at some point. <clears throat> yeah. Alright, I'm gonna instruct <laughs> him to run up to be between the two of them. And it's going to lash out with a bite. Trying to grab on them skelly boy leg. Yeah, yeah. Leg um, meat. Well, leg bones. Leg bones. Give us a give All us right. a roll for bite. I have rolled. Mm. <laughs> What My computer is so slow. Oh, six by the looks it's of things. It's only rolled a six. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, wait, wait. Huh? Gets advantage because it's next to dear Loras. Well, is, is Loras still raging? No. <clears throat> I can't remember. I think you've you've had an attack each turn since you've raged, and, and it lasts yeah. for, a, for a minute, right? It lasts for a minute, yeah, so it must be, what, halfway through? Yeah, so it, yeah, well, you'll still be going. Um, yeah. Oh, with advantage, I get a 21. You do indeed. So with a 21, nice. that is... Thanks, Loros. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, what's that? So with a roll of 21, you've definitely hit. Um, what's the damage on that? Did it roll the damage as well? It's rolled a 9. No, that's, no what that's no, done there oh. is it's rolled with advantage. So. Oh, um, I see it. Okay, sorry. Misunderstanding there. Um, well, gosh, do I have to roll manually? I think you might. Yeah, you might have to roll that damage manually. Get the character sheet. <laughs> Damn. So that, what? Get to, wait, 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 wait! You don't get a d twenty. Oh, sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't get a d twenty for. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. Let's try another. Damn, I'm so used to these auto rolls. Roll twenty has ruined oh. my mind. All right, so that's six damage. So okay, great. You bite into the. Um, the skelly boy's uh, like thigh bone, or maybe the, um, the tibia at the bottom of the leg there, and just crack into it, and it, um, yeah, it, it sends splinters up it. It lose, it's starting to lose its balance a little bit, uh, but it is still standing. Yeah, go get him, Ronson. <laughs> um, now it's uh, my turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you and, and uh, your spider is staying next to the skeleton? Yes, do cool. as the big one does. Cool, perfect. I'm going to try and crawl forward through the treetops. Am I able to move along these tree branches to move forward? Yeah, I mean, they're getting thinner the further away from the, the tree trunk that you go. So you can probably move five feet along can, those branches. Can I jump from this tree to the other tree? With an athletics? <laughs> can I try at least? With, you can give me an athletics check. Now, oh, how, now before, before you do that, you... Um, 
I let you climb as high up that tree as you wanted uh, when you went up that tree. So how high up that tree are you? Didn't you say 20 feet or something? You were quite high up. Uh, I don't deal in feet. <laughs> don't know. Two metres? Two metres? You're only two metres up. I don't remember giving you an actual number, to be honest. Um, okay. Okay, we'll say you're 10 feet up then. I'm going to do that sweet, sweet athletics check. Watch me fall to my doom. 13. I'll let you roll with advantage because I'm uns- I'm still I'm trying to decide if 13 is enough and if you do if you do a better roll than that I'll I'll, I'll let you know what happens. Wow, friendly, friendly DM tonight. Easy. I'm 16. All right. All right, with a 16, I'm going to say you, you managed to jump across um to the branches of the of the tree next to it with beautiful elven grace, I might add. Yeah, uh, and you can use your um. Yeah, there you go. Um. Oh, yeah, I still get an attack. Oh, my God, I feel like my turn is taking forever. All right, I'm just going to try and uh, hit another scaly boy with a bow and arrow shot. Okay, cool. Uh, which one, are you, which one a, are you... the height advantage? Yeah, yeah, so which one are you aiming for? I'm going to aim for the, the one in the back. The one in uh, the back? Closest to me. Okay, up cool. Up the top. Yeah. And because I get advantage, I get to re-roll one of the thingies. Which is... Probably for the so, better. I'm going to re-roll the nine. Ah, sorry, my computer's being a real jerk. <laughs> did you re-roll the nine? I oh, oh, yeah, oh okay. I get a 20 this time. What's the – did you accidentally hit that Set dexterity save thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. My, my computer's being a real chugging jerk right now. Okay. I got seven piercing damage. Okay, okay cool. So, uh, yeah, you – launch that arrow down at the um one of the two skeletons sort of lagging behind with the with the bow and arrow um out and it just hits into this the skull of this uh skeleton shattering it instantly and it just drops to the ground dead oh Mm. take that burn boy (laughs) Uh, do you have any bonus actions just to spread this turn out even more i don't know yeah because i just want my turn to take the whole session (laughs) okay yeah that's great are you good? No. Okay, cool. I'm going to relinquish my control. All right, cool. Um, we are back with the Baron, mm. um, surrounded okay. by a bunch of bones, piles and piles mm. of bones. That's why I thought you were doing a joke about bonus sections. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm not that clever. I'm not that clever. <laughs> well, I am just going to – I'm going to – oh, can't <clears throat> move my guy. All right, here we go. I'm just going to move him over a little bit underneath this – onto this nice-looking grass. Okay, great. And, um, nice summer's day. It would be a good place for a picnic if these scoundrels weren't here. I'm going to attack this one here with um, ice knife. Oh, oh no, chill touch. Not ice knife, oh, chill touch. W- w- chill touch? Okay. Yeah. I don't have that many ice knives. Uh, <laughs> uh, a 12. A 12 is a miss for this oh. uh, for the skeleton at the in the back group. Um, um yeah, it just doesn't really mm-hmm. doesn't affect. It doesn't hit it. Doesn't it's you've sent it out, and it just doesn't seem to be doing much. Okay, I don't think anyone saw me miss though, so I'm just going to like <laughs> pretend I didn't miss, and <clears throat> that's it. Okay, great. Um, it is the skeletons' turns. Uh, we've got three skeletons left, so not too many skeletons left. But the the one um, standing next to Sildar has he spent his last turn uh, getting out his short sword, putting away a short bow and getting out a short sword, and he slashes out at um, Sildar with his blade. He's only rolled a seven, which is a miss. Um, Sildar's kind of just 
uh, dodged out of the way as it goes slicing past. But these um, two skeletons at the back uh, have seen uh, Mirican jumping from tree to tree and aim their um, short bows, uh, both of them, at Mirican and let loose. Uh, one of them rolls uh, 20 and the other rolls a 12. Okay, I'm going to assume that 20 is a hit. It wasn't a nat 20, don't worry. It's not a crit hit. Where um, does it hit? <laughs> we're just going to say this like shoots into the into your left arm. Just goes straight into ah, the tree. my into left the arm! Um, <laughs> and straight into there. The uh, It does seven piercing damage. It's pierced me mightily! <laughs> um, sorry, it looks like there's we are having some frame rate issues for the people watching, which is a real shame. I really wish... Uh, yeah, I need to go back to just 2D maps. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, unfortunately. I don't know what is causing it's, uh, that. stop motion animation. Yeah, I mean, you guys still hear the audio. That's all good. It doesn't mean doesn't matter too much. Um, <laughs> it'll all clear up when we, move, when we move on to the next area. Um, cool. So that was the skeleton's turns. Loris, back with you. All right. Um, so I've got this one skeleton in front of myself and... Most of the gang is he's pretty much he's pretty damaged by the looks of things. Uh, the one that's standing in front of you is looking very uh, wobbly on his feet. Okay, and the other two are pretty much untouched, eh? Uh, the two at the back. Yeah, from what I can see. From what you can Wielding see, they've both got their um, yeah their bows out and they look fine. Okay, um, so I'm just going to look to Sig and um, Bill and say finish this guy, and then I'm going to take off towards um towards the other the other two oops i just ran my token so far it wasn't funny um yeah so i'm just gonna charge off to this guy here and cool. um, smash him smash him in the head with my axe as you charge off the the skeleton in front of you swipes out doing five piercing damage um thanks to attack of opportunity there uh and so Sweet. what are you doing to this skeleton that you've just run up to here so literally, as I'm running, my axe is coming up, and I'm just going to slam it into his head. Okay, yeah, give us a roll. Um, when I find it, sorry. Uh, all right. Roll somewhere. Here it comes. Oh, dude. I roll at 24, doing nine. Yeah, that's great. You just slam that down and knock off its left arm holding the bow. Um, <laughs> it's still on its feet, uh, but it's kind of looking confused at its um, at its. The, the the bow having dropped to the ground now. Nice. Um, anything else? Uh, no, that's all. Okay, I'm good. Great. Sig, welcome to the party. Indeed. Sig strides forward, answering Loris's call, and lunges his short sword into the sternum of the skelly boy in front of him. <gasps> cool. Give us a roll. A measly 11. 11 is a miss. Somehow that your sword just sort of juts out and just goes in between a couple of the ribs, missing anything and everything at the same time. Uh, and the skeleton lets out a... <laughs> uh, as, as you do so. How spooky. <laughs> we need that sound there. there. <laughs> yeah, with a xylophone. <laughs> well, they're not spooky. they're not spooking around at the moment. They're right oh. there. Um, Silda sees. Oh, sorry. Is there anything else uh, you wanted to do this? No. Silda sees um, Sig uh, swipe out, and having heard Loris's call for attack, does the same um, twice. He just tries to like swipe out a couple of times. Um, he does. He hits with his first one, doing. 
two damage, and he hits perfectly again with the next one. So he swipes it across this thing, breaking ribs as he does so, and then smashes it back forward, severing the spinal cord, and this, this skeleton uh, drops dead to the ground. Um, so that's... Damn. Yeah, that was good. That was a good move by, by Sildar. Uh, Bill, we're back with you. Oh, sorry, you're, you're uh, muted. Was this guy watching what was happening there? He, he's got Loris like right in front of him. So he didn't see right. what happened to the, to the other skeleton. Uh, in that case, I am going to run over uh, and I'm going to try to stab this guy okay. with my rapier. Okay, cool. Give us a roll. Uh, advantage because I'm absolutely so give us a second roll ignore the third okay cool Ooh. oh please I'll, don't I will oh, ignore the third so yeah no with a with a roll of 20 um and what's the damage there four damage yeah great your rapier just like um hits one of his uh rib cages uh, one of the ribs in his rib cage and the rapier just kind of like bends forward with all the pressure you're putting into it and then just Pops that rib straight through, blowing out the back of the um, skeleton's rib cage, uh, dropping that one to the ground. You guys are just getting through these skeletons, scaling And I just call out bones. to Loras with my bonus action. I say, Loras, did you like that? <laughs> uh, what am I saying? Of course you did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're painful. Uh, and I grant you, and I grant the bardic inspiration. Nice. Oh, fantastic. Um, bounce back up to Mirican, who's just had an arrow just shoot into her left arm. She cries out, my arm, my beautiful arm, you'll pay for this. And um, she uh, uses her wild shape. And you, uh, if you were looking, you would see something quite ridiculous as uh, she turns into a big black bear teetering on this relatively flimsy tree branch okay and right. lumbers down before or you attempts to before you lumber down i'm going to get a dexterity save uh saving throw from you i'm ready because <laughs> while a little light druid can sit in um, tree yeah. branches i don't know about a hefty hefty right. black. i'm happy with honey. however this goes for the uh for the comedy appeal of, of <laughs> me turning into a black bear i could have climbed down first but i chose not to oh Okay. I've rolled a seven. Yeah, you've just like, you've transformed um, on a branch that couldn't quite handle the weight of a brown bear. Um, <laughs> and you've just done three damage to yourself as you hit the ground. Feel nothing. All I feel <laughs> is rage. Okay, great. And I charge, I charge the skelly boy at full, full bear speed, frothing at the mouth. Okay. Um, we, what Clamber we... over the corpse of the skelly boy I'll push. to get at him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, – first I'm going to go in with a bite and try and rip his leg out from under him. Oh. oh, I forgot oh. to roll with advantage. Oh, crit. You, you don't need to. <laughs> Jeez. I nice, swear, nice. like, when Mirikin steps up that anger, she just lays things to waste. So you just launch yourself onto the skeleton, the weight of this bear, and you are just biting into its face, into a skull, I guess, into a skull and its rib cage, and you were just mauling the ever-living shit out of this skeleton, and you sort of bring your, your face up um, and turn to Bill and Loris, and all they can see underneath you is broken bones. With one, <laughs> with one shot, you have just downed and destroyed that skeleton. <laughs> 
Yeah. She raises her bare snout up in the air and just like, and you see her like flailing spit, spittle all over them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Slightly, slightly uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> so you guys have just taken care of all of those. Um, I just want to just check something here. Uh, all right. You all hear just from some of the bones uh, in the back behind um, the Baron. You just hear, um, what do you hear? See if oh, we can. See if oh. we can. <laughs> they did it again, didn't they? Apple delivery. <laughs> you hear some, some sort of rustling from some of those bones um, and the Baron oh. looks over his shoulder and he just sees this hand launch up out of these bones and pulling himself out of this bone rubble is a very, very familiar face. Um, not, oh. not that big. We'll just make him a bit smaller here. He's always near me. <laughs> You're always at the back. You're always at the back of the group. Oh, they're at the back. Oh, the front belly. Um, <laughs> there is a very, very familiar face staring, um, uh, staring at the Baron. And he says, why is it always you, huh? <laughs> um, and <laughs> Billy has been added to the initiative order. Thanks, guys. Soon added to the party, like we discussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Murican, was there anything else uh, that you needed to do on your turn? Theoretically, you've still got a spider that you could... Um... I've still got a spider. But... Um... I don't think it can run far enough to get at Billy quite yet. Um, uh, it's got to run at Billy as far as it can. Okay, well, so it's been emboldened. I mean, it's 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 probably Skelly close Boy enough to Victory. do so, right? So it was standing next to Silda. So it, it's it's here. Yeah. Yeah. Could it reach Billy? How far? What's its speed? It's thirty-five or something, right? Sure. Okay, so yes, it could it could make it it could make <laughs> it to convincing. <laughs> it could definitely make it to Billy. All right, all right, it's going to go in. It's going to do it. It's going to race towards Billy, rear up and go in for the bite. R.I.P. runs in. <laughs> I uh, rolled an eighteen. Oh, an eighteen's good. That is definitely what you needed. What was um your damage roll for that? Um. I'm not too sure. It's got on here. I think last time I rolled a one d six, but now it's saying one d two, and I'm like, no, oh, it won't, won't be a one d. Won't be a one d two. It'll be a one. I don't know if you've updated this sheet. Well, I haven't just done it in the last five minutes. That's for sure. Are you sure you're <laughs> looking at the runs in character sheet and not the? Oh not god, the other I'm one? probably looking at the spider one. Yeah, there's two. I've got two. Okay. I can remove that other one. I think. I have a random spider sheet. Look at me slowing down the initiative yet again. All right. That's all right. One d eight plus two. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, I've rolled a six plus two is eight. Oh, dang! That's that's a good roll. Uh, and now he must make a DC ten Constitution saving throw for poison. Okay. Okay. And he rolled a <laughs> he rolled a seventeen. So he's That's saved. probably fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, does he take anything half as much damage on a successful one? Oh, uh, yeah. So he gets two Sorry, extra my... bits of damage. Oh, my God. So, yeah, your spider's just run out and attached itself to Billy's leg. I'm and he's so scared it's going to die. <laughs> he's he's shaking his leg. He's like, oh, God, get this thing off me. This is terrifying. What is, what is going on? Um, it he's... rolled a net. 
four. Oh, no, <laughs> well, you'd already you'd already rolled the poison damage before. Keep up, Joe. Come on. Oh, okay. so, oh I'm sorry so. that I have to handle not only turning into an animal, but also having spells, but also having an animal companion, mm. one of which has a red hearing character sheet. So I mean, I, I, mean, I can take it away from you if you like. I mean, if you can't <laughs> okay. handle the responsibility. Well, he's gonna die now anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, okay, it is the Baron's turn. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so he's yeah, this... shaking his leg, and this this Chihuahua-sized um, spider is just dangling off his leg. These spider antics have really like escalated. Mm. <laughs> they used to be on his shoulders, and now they're running around attacking <laughs> things. Uh, that's just I've just seen it like r- scuttle past me, and it's oh, it freaked me out in the bar when it was smaller before. <laughs> that's cool. I'm just gonna back away and say fuck off Billy just fuck off <laughs> and I'm going to cast um, uh, Toll the Dead oh man All right. uh, which he has to uh, do a save on he has to, a wisdom 14 save wisdom 14 he's not too wise uh, and he failed he failed that one Ooh, okay so because he's already taken damage it's uh, 1d12 give it a roll Ten. Okay. Ten damage. He um he stops shaking his leg as the t- as Toller Dead sort of rings out within his head, um and the spider sort of drops to the ground and backs off because it's kind of like what's going on here. Um, Billy is is almost just frozen in place right now. Um, and before now we'll leave we'll leave that for his turn. We'll leave that for his turn. Um, but that was a that was a that was, it's actually it's his turn next. Is there anything else you wanted to do before his? Yeah, turn? I want to get further away. <laughs> I'm going to hide behind the no, tree wanna... trunk. Okay, go sacrifice yourself and, and sit so my spider doesn't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as that was ringing out in, in Billy's head, like I said, he just goes completely quiet. Um, the spider backs away, climbs sort of backwards over a bunch of these um, skeleton bones either side of Billy. And these these hands, two hands, come up from the ground uh, at Billy's feet and they wrap around each of his calf muscles and just pull him back down into these um, this pile of bones. There's just blood just splatters out everywhere. This This muscular hand reaches up and slams down onto the ground. And then another one comes out of that pile. This one's covered in blood, in Billy's blood. And that slams on the ground. And pulling itself up out of the ground is what only looks like a monster-sized Billy Goblin. This thing this thing is maybe 10 foot tall. Um, what? And he is... Not happy. Uh, so I'm just gonna grump Billy. This is this is grump <laughs> Billy. Um, this is this is what happens when um, two Billy goblins get spawned at the same time. What two Billy frag each other? <laughs> yeah. Um, so this you this pull, is pull the other Billy. yeah. Um, okay, so that okay. that was that was Billy's turn getting up out of the ground. Loris, it is your turn. Oh, sorry, you're muted, Dave. Just hear the birds. <laughs> still, still <laughs> muted. Lovely. There we yeah. go. Sorry, I was just trying to find the button. Um, all right, that was a little unexpected. I thought Billy would just go away and, and be gone. Um, so I'm like too far away from giant Billy, which is really annoying. Mm. 
unless you're going to go from the edge of my token. No, even that's too far away. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. You can get um, close. Okay. <laughs> I can get close, but I really, I'm not sure I want to. I would, I, would, <laughs> I would let you dash there as long as your bonus yeah. action was giving him just a little kiss. Oh, <laughs> I want that. <laughs> A moment of a moment of beauty in in, in Loris's yeah. destructive life. Yeah, yeah, not not really sure that's, that's appropriate right now. Romance <laughs> on the battlefield. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do? I think I've still got some javelins in my, um, and I need to question as to whether you'd allow this or not. Because obviously I'm holding kind of like, would you allow me to kind of because essentially just grabbing a javelin out of my back and throwing it, or is that like a change of weapon? If, um, well, you've got your axe out at the moment. If you were going to... Got my axe out on one... So I can hold it in one hand and pull out a javelin and throw it on my other. That's... I would let you get the javelin out. I mean, because you've are you've been two-handing that, that axe the whole time. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're changing yeah. over to a javelin, then that's going to be an action. Okay. That's, that's right. <sighs> Maybe I will just run over and give my kiss then. <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Would you would you allow me to run over and grapple him? Uh, no, because that that would be no. an action. Grapple him with your lips, Loris. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like ten feet tall, eh? Yes. Uh-huh. He's still he's like three foot taller than I am. Oh yeah, I'd be kissing his feet. <laughs> Is this fear from Loris? <gasps> I know. We'll Loris when you're finally though. afraid. It's not fear. It's, not fear, it's just. Uh, <laughs> It's not like fair, it's just anti-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go with anti-confidence. I always feel like I have to now because I'm going to get hassled for not being, not being like Loris. You're too easy to stir <laughs> up. Be yourself, Loris. Yeah. I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally too easy to rock up, but that's just the way I am. All right. No, see, fine. Loris is still in his rage anyway, and this is kind of – he's going to lose his rage as it is because he's literally not going to attack, but – He's still going to charge over there and, yeah. So what he's going to do, he's going to dash, but as he reaches here, kind of where the skellies are, yeah. I want I want to, if, I'm, if you'll allow, I want to slide underneath the, um, underneath the bones and kind of oh. just lie, lie, and just kind of lie, this, lie under the bones, waving. <laughs> um, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I'll give you that. And while you're under the bones, I'll even give you an extra a at one point of AC while you're while you're underneath those bones. Bone armor. So you've just bone. You've done a, You've done a real boner here. You've just slid under. If that's what you want to be doing, it's, I just want to confirm yep. that is what you want to be doing. Yeah, that's totally what I want to do. All I right. want to sort of as I reach kind of the you know, the end of my dash, I just want to slide that's and fine. kind of slide slide into that pile of bones. Cool. You are now prone. At a an ogre-sized <laughs> believe. All I can see is a pile of bones. That's fine. No, no, <laughs> he saw you bones. sliding. He knows exactly <laughs> where you are. But that's all right. Why did he go pro? Because he slid. He slid under. He slid under. Slide on his slide on his backside. He's just lying face up. Like. Still no, no, still, prone. still in a lying position. Still it's still prone means face down, doesn't it? In D and D, just means horizontal. Down. Just means. Oh, lying okay. Down. Um, That's fine. Okay. Uh, Is it Loris holding his hands over his eyes, thinking that uh, <laughs> he can't I'm be hidden. seen? He's now invisible. <laughs> he can't see me. I'm hidden. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sig, sure. is, Sig, you have just seen this abomination pull itself up out of this pile of bones. Your your nemesis, 
stands ten foot tall. Um, what what are you what are you doing? Um, Sig hears the the cry of Billy Goblin and the death throes of the next Billy Goblin and starts to turn around, and then he sees his foe. He aims his short sword at him and charges across the field. As he passes Loris, he looks confused for a moment as he brings down his first strike and he yells, From death you come, from death you will go. Alright, give us a and, um give us a roll. Um and Sig will even cash in his sweet inspiration from like three seasons ago okay. on the strike. <laughs> Actually that's a good point. What's what's everyone's inspiration oh. situation right now? No. I have the bardic inspiration from um from Bill, okay, but that's it. So we're sitting with the Baron only with uh, with with an inspiration point, and that's it. Now that Sig has used up his, um, let's have a look. Sig rolled an eighteen for seven piercing damage. Yeah, great. Where are you aiming with that attack? Uh, this will be a strike into the abdomen of the beast. Yeah, great. You just stab forward uh, and just glance the side of him, slicing slicing him for seven uh, piercing damage. Um, and Billy just sort of, he's got a much deeper voice at the size he's at. He's like, you, this is not enough for my new form. And he's, he's kind of stretching out his, his, his arms and his muscles. And he's, he's eyeing just a small, um, large, large kind of piece of wood um, next to him. He's eyeing that up right now. Not Sig's large piece of wood, just a thing that belongs to the tree in front of him, Shannon. Uh, it is Sildar's turn. Uh, he sees Billy Goblin for a moment. He, he, he is definitely frightened. He's recalling his time um, having been just absolutely um, brutalized by a lot of these goblins in the past. But he shakes it off and he too just runs forward, barely narrowly missing steps, stepping on... Um, on Loris there. Um, and let's have a look. Sildar uh, swipes out with his longsword. Um, a total of two times. Um, and he manages to catch the first one Billy sees coming and just gets out of the way just in time, but uh, isn't quick enough to dodge the second slash. And Billy takes uh, four slashing damage um, from, from Sildar. Uh, Bill, it is your turn. Can I just ask what Billy looks like? Billy looks almost ogre-like in size. He's he's ten foot tall. He's wider than he's ever been. He just he's a hulking mass of muscle. The um, he's still wearing his chainmail, uh, but he doesn't seem to be holding any weapon at the moment. Well, he's kind of thrown away the short sword because it was it's too small for his large clunky hands. It's practically a dagger. Um, okay. I'm just going to move down to here. And I'm just going to call out, uh, Aunt Billy, uh, just saying, uh, actually, I'm going to call out to my party and I'm just going to say, uh, don't worry too much about this guy. He seems like he's pretty, uh, mediocre. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that one hurt right in, in my heart. <laughs> Wisdom <laughs> uh, saving throw, please DM. Sure. Uh, he is not saved for once. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he takes uh, three psychic damage and has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. 
which is probably a good thing. Uh, Mirkin. She's uh, snapping and snarling and spit flying everywhere, and she sees a new target emerge and charges straight for it in a beeline, uh, which I'm just close enough to get to him with my 40 feet movement. Oh, that's right, because your beer has a bit of extra movement, huh? Boom, just like a hulking mass of muscle comes charging at him with the speed and strength of a freight train, I hope. Um, and I'm just going to... If you're going to huh? take if you're gonna take a beeline, you will... Because you've got like Sig, then you've got Silda, and in between them both is just a pile of bones with a loris underneath it. <laughs> so, <laughs> ah, so... I forgot he was under the bones. <laughs> under... <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I won't. If I if I take note of the um, Loros being under a pile of bones, yeah, <laughs> I'm probably going to just skid to a halt and just stop in front of the bones, <laughs> just like. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. I can't get close enough to him now. Yeah, I'm not going to jump fair. on top of Loros. That doesn't seem right. You. Although, like, I don't, I think a, it could be forgiven if a raging bear ran on top of Loros, but I could don't want to, I don't want to start like, no beef. I would let you. Could you just leap at him? I would let you leap if you like. Yeah? Leap over All Loris, right. but it's obviously, it's going to be dependent on, uh, on your attack roll, I think. Okay. I'm going to try to slash out with some bear claws. I've got the bear claws going. Go on, slash out with them bear claws. Oh! It's a very good roll. It's a nine. Probably a hit. <laughs> it's, it's not a hit, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> what we're going to do is you're going to launch yourself over the top of Loris. Um, you, the Billy Goblin sees you coming and just kind of grabs you and just pulls, pushes you um, over his shoulder sort of behind him using the momentum you'd already built up and you tumble behind him um, 10 feet. So we're just, just going to move you to about there. So he's just throwing you. You haven't, you haven't hit him, but you, you haven't taken damage. Oh, which martial art is it when they use your momentum against him? That's what he's done on me. That is, that is Aikido. Aikido, sorry, that's he's an Aikido master. Watch out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've still got a spider. Your spider's still sort of hanging around behind Sig at the moment. <laughs> True. Okay, Spidey's going to go in for another. Actually, can I? Can the spider crawl up on his back so it can get if to you, his? If you want it to, we to can his, make that happen. To his neck mates. I'm going for them neck mates. All right. Do I have to roll anything for that? Not for climb. No, that's a spider. Right. Spiders climb. Oh, that's all actually the time. one of his most wonderful powers. He's very good at climbing. What's that? And he goes 17. in for a vicious bite. The 17 is a miss. Uh, so you've, Dang! your spider is up on the back of Billy trying to bite in it. It just can't get past its um, his chain mail. Try to give him a quick kiss. little, just on the back. Um, Damn, I was hoping I could get to them neck meats, but mm. foil. I'm so disgusting. I don't know why that sounds so gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, that, is that all? Stay on his back. Okay, cool. Um... Baron, it's your it's your turn. Okay. Oh, hang on, wait. Oh, Does he still have to do the the poison saving throw? You didn't bite him. You missed. 
Well, does it, I don't understand how the attack works. So Once, if you do a successful bite, then you do damage, and you also right, inject right, right. with poison while you're biting. So it's kind of like that. That makes sense. But you've missed. Mm. So, yeah, nothing, nothing. Uh, Baron, over to you. <clears throat> okay. I've seen a lot of shit go on just in this past <laughs> turn. Everyone running over, sliding <laughs> under like it's baseball, under skeleton, <laughs> zombie baseball for home plate. Um <clears throat> And his neck meat's been attacked. I am just going to uh, use Toll the Dead. Did he get, has he taken any damage? Uh, he has taken some damage, yes. Yes. Okay, well, I'll do Toll the Dead then. Toll the Dead. He to make a wisdom, wisdom saving throw of 14. Another Toll the Dead. Oh, he fails again. He is not good against this. Where'd he get this armor from? Okay, here's my roll. Uh, six. Six damage. Nice. So again, he just kind of stops for a moment and there's that uh, sort of a dazed look in his eyes uh, while this ringing is just, I was going to say it, it's donging out. It's just donging out in his head. Um, He's getting donged. Um, And you can just see, just because it is the necrotic damage you've just hit him with, there's just a small um, black trickle of maybe blood coming out of his nasal cavity. Maybe. Um, any, anything else? No. All right. He shakes that off, grabs that big branch that sits that he can eye next to him, and he springs it down with an almighty crash on top of Loris. Now, it would have normally been at advantage, but he was viciously mocked and has disadvantage. So it's just going to be a standard roll. And that is a 24. Oh! And that just crunches down on top of Loris, doing 12, oh 12 damage. Damn. Oh, that's a bitch of a fucking thing. And he's, he's, he looks at the branch in his hand. Ah, this is very good. Um, yeah. It, um, is, it is Loris' turn. Okay, so as... Um, I'm just going to use my, my Stone's Endurance thing that I do nice. on that attack. Nice. Because you know, it seems like I need to right now. So that means I can gain 1d12 plus 2 back. So I'll roll that now just to be get that sorted. But far out. That's a nasty hit. Yeah. Um, so it brings that 7 back seven, on that yeah. one. Yeah. So it's just um, seven, 7 damage taken. Is that right? Uh, sorry, I gained seven back, so it's just five taken instead of Wait, 12. but you but you rolled a five, right? Or is it do you add yeah, two to that? Ah, oh, okay, it's, cool. Sorry. Yeah, gotcha. one D five. One D five plus two. Cool. So five damage taken. That is correct. Yay. I'm not well, I'm still pretty bloodied and messed up after that, but um not as bad as I was. <laughs> um how those bones yeah, work out so, for you. Well, it was it was a good idea when I when I finally <laughs> thought about it, but I didn't <laughs> It sounded better than in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, um, so I'm still kind of prone. I guess the bones have been scattered. Yeah, yeah. Given he's sort of because I had this I had this idea of sort of exploding from the bones and and smashing him, but oh, he knows something there, so that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like fifteen half your movement to stand up. Oh, that's right. Okay, so um. I kind of want to get into sort of a, a semi crack just on, just up on my knee, like one knee, and sort of sort of try and shake off the damage a bit. Mm. And then once I've shaken that off, I want to sort of 
leap up as high as I can. Um, so, so hopefully I'm sort of at his, at his head height. So I want to sort of jump like three feet and then just sort of come down onto his shoulder that's holding the um, holding that big tree thing and just sort of as hard as I can smash him. Yeah, sounds good. Give us a roll. <clears throat> okay, great axe of damage. Here it comes. Oh! Oh, fuck! <laughs> Crit fail! Having been... So, yeah, give, me a, give me a D100. So if anyone who's oh, unsure, every time we get a crit fail, we roll a D100 to see how bad that fail is. Because... Because you know how you've accidentally been hit before by people that have crit failed, Loris? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I've just got to find the D100. Where is it? Oh, God, here it is. Sorry. Here it comes. Ah, it's going to miss rolled, and get my spider. I rolled a 77. Okay, that's not good, but it's, I mean, like it's a crit fail. So you launch, <laughs> you're still a bit dazed. Would you say uh, you attack mainly on the right-hand side or left-hand side? Like, are you left-handed or right-handed, Loris? I'm, I'm right-handed, so yeah. I'm coming from yeah. right to left. Yeah, cool. So you push yourself like up it? off yeah. the ground, launch into the air, and... W- Having not really seen, uh, just with the, the amount of impact that, that that branch had on you, you're a little dazed and you just bring that down right into the side of Sig. Um, <gasps> I'm sorry, Sig. <laughs> doing, I'm sorry. Doing five damage to Sig. Oh, Sig, I'm so sorry. Sig uses his heavy master ability to reduce the incoming damage by three. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So you got two damage then from that. Nice. My bad. So sick. <laughs> um, Sig, you've just taken some damage from, I don't know, you've seen uh, Billy Goblin smash down into this pile of bones. Loris appear from underneath it, jump up, and then just attack you um, accidentally, of course, with, the, with his axe. What's up? Indeed. So Sig remembers back approximately 12 seconds ago where he tried to call out a rally ability <laughs> to Loris and no one heard him. So at this point, he's going to use his rally ability. But with the recent events, he, he loses his um, grasp on words and just yells out, Loris! <laughs> so um, he's going to roll a D8 and hopefully he'll get some sweet temporary HP. But minus one for my charisma modifier, which is a bonus two. That's better than the so we zero. traded help. <laughs> yeah, cool. Loris. So, Loris, you've been given two, two, two more than normal. Yeah, <laughs> two more than normal. <laughs> um, and with Stig's remaining action, he's just going to try and steady himself from the incoming blow and take a swipe at the the knee of Ogre Goblin Billy. Cool. For a twenty-one. Yeah, that is six a, piercing. That is definitely a hit. Uh, you. Lay that into Billy's knee, um, and it just brings him down to his his knee. So basically, that messed him up. That messed him up. I did. Sorry, I have accidentally done an animation there. Ignore that. Um, yeah, that that brings uh, Billy down to one of his knees. It drops him, and he screams. He screams out in pain. Ah, of course, it was you that could bring me to my knee, Sig. And he and he spits your name at you as he does so. Um, so that's, that's good. Anything else? Oh, you've done your, uh, you've done your bits. Bit He's done. He is not looking good. <laughs> He's, uh, you've done some serious damage to, to old Billy Goblin. 
Um, cool. I'm having oh, – sorry, it's Sildar's turn. Um, Sildar, having seen everything that uh, has sort of just gone down, um, sees an opening on the uh, inside of, of um, Billy Goblin's thigh uh, and swipes out with his longsword. It's uh, a miss. And he steals himself and does one more swipe with his sword. And misses again. It just seems to glance off parts of uh, the armor, despite having seen that that opening with them down on one knee. Just he's got an opening in his lower thigh area <laughs> of his armor. Uh, but yeah, well, that's what from Sildar's point of view, he can just oh. sort of see the little little gap in the armor. Okay. Little Billy's goblins are uh, very visible from this point. Of view. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, back to Bill. Um, how's everybody looking? Billy's down on one knee. Loris is on the ground. And yeah, from from your point of view, uh, Loris is he's on his feet again. But he did just take a um, he just attacked. You saw him bring his sword down uh, accidentally into Sig. You've seen Sig slash out and bring Billy down. Everyone's from your point of view. You know, no one's looking overly damaged from what you can see. All right. Bear American has an arrow sticking out of her foreleg. No, the left left arm. Left arm, remember, hit the arm. Left arm. Oh, I said foreleg. Oh, it's a bear. Oh, so that would be the equivalent of an arm. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Anatomy. Ask a druid anything. This is going to be the greatest song that Bill sings that nobody else will ever hear. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so Billy hears inside his mind this bum, 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 Somebody once told me this goblin's gonna follow me. Ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. I thought, yeah, sure he's undead, but there's much that's left unsaid, and I'm sure he's better off dead. Hey now, your name's Billy. Get your gob on. Get raised. Hey now, you're a goblin or an ogre or zombie. Oh, um, so that voice in his mind is dissonant whispers. Oh, I like this one. I like this one. I didn't like the song, but I like this one. No kidding. It's a very good oh. song. It was a very good song. It was very, very good. I loved it. That's what you've got to follow up with. I didn't like it. I loved it. I didn't it. like it. I loved yeah. it. Um, okay, so what do we have to do here? Brandon just gave you inspiration for that song too, um, Bill. Hey. Nice. Even better because any true Shrek fan knows he's yeah, an no. ogre, so it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Just a perfect application. Wisdom Truly a master bro. of your craft. Thank you. So that he's rolled twelve, which is probably not enough, right? Not enough. Um, so he takes he takes eleven damage, and he must oof. run away. And he must and he must run away. Mm-hmm. He's not going to run if he away. Runs away does he- because you just like you just like melted his brain with that amazing <laughs> hit of yours, and you can see before he drops, he's kind of like bopping his head to the song in his head, <laughs> and then then like he just stops and he's like, Aah! and then just like blood just like goes out of his nose and out of his eyes and out of his ears, and he just like drops backwards onto the ground, um, narrowly narrowly missing. Um, a giant black bear. 
Billy Ogre is dead. Jeez. Thank fuck for that. Jesus. Okay, guys. Uh, twice in, twice in one battle was just a little too much, guys. Like, seriously. Yeah. Just yeah. a quick question. Hi. Did he fall on my pet? No, no, no. Oh, <gasps> well, I would say that the spider managed to get off. <laughs> I mean, actually, give us a, give us a dex throw. Oh no! Dick saving throw for the spider. Dick saving throw for the spider. Just give That's me about five minutes to freaking. Load I'll that. roll it then. No go. You'll find it. It's somewhere there. Just roll dicks. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, my spider Ransan, sweet Ransan, has a plus two for dicks. So, ooh, please. <gasps> oh, God! You rolled a, a total of four. And because I'm a good DM, it, it only needed like two to get off. It's a spider for crying out loud. It's fine. I'm being kind. I'm being kind You're to You're a spider. merciful DM. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm okay. I just wanted to make you feel like it could have hurt, but it didn't. Um, anyway, so you guys, you guys have finished this, this little battle on the way to the Wave Echo Cave. What are your, what are your plans from here? Sig would like to step forward and slowly jam his short sword into Hobgoblin Billy's ear. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> you just, like, scoop out a big chunk of his brain. It just, like, runs. Runs everywhere. Sildar's got his, like, hands on his knees. He's, he's sheathed his sword and he's got his hands on his knees and he's like... Oh, no, I'm... I'm, uh, I'm oh, man, I've, I've forgotten his voice for him. I can't be Sildar. Ah, oh, there it is. Whew. Is that... Uh, is this what you've been dealing with? Jesus. <laughs> And he's just, he's very, he's very I mean, out of song, It wasn't that bad of a song. Like, <laughs> it was fine. Um, so, where, what are we, are we going to, I just want to, I want to move away from this map to stop uh, everything from, oh, yeah. from being, so I'm going to put you guys just on the Sword Coast map because I assume there's not much you guys want to do there. So we, we talked a bit about this and we'd like to find somewhere near the Wave Echo Caves to um, take some time to rest up before and prepare before we enter. Right, right. Um, yeah, so I think we we'll just find out where the entrance is and stay like maybe if there's a road going there, we don't want to go on the road, right? We want to be like yeah. off the road, maybe on the yeah. ridge of a hill. So, so the path down. the path that you guys saw there was very much um, just for for show uh, on the map that I've put there. Realistically, the the um, there's a lot of overgrowth. Um, and that any sort of path can only just be seen uh, broken and disheveled underneath the, the overgrowth. Um, so by all means, this is not a path traveled very often. Um, mm. There's like, skeletons are coming through here. They've, they've yeah. come, they've come from the direction you were heading. Yeah. 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 So if they sort of, uh, if there's some sort of beeline that they would be going through, I think we want to be off the beaten Big line. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's off the beaten B line. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got a map that shows you where to go. I mean, if you want to head f- too far away from that path, you run the risk of. It looks of, like there's a big hill yeah, near this, the way Echo Cave. Yeah, you, you, as you're progressing up this sort of um, following the path on this map, the, the hills are slowly becoming quite mountainous, quite quite large do you think we could get up on a hill so that we could uh look down on the wave echo cave where we think it would be and we just want to scope and see if anyone's coming in and out while we have a short rest yeah well okay well what we can say is you for can... a long rest what or time is rest. it also um well it's still quite uh you've probably been traveling for half a day it's probably like 
two or three in the afternoon at this point. Um, now that you've um, finished off this fight, Loris, your rage is, has now subsided. Um, I could say that you could spend the next few hours making your way up the, uh, you're looking at the map and you're figuring out where's going to be the highest point from where you are that might still be able to give you a look at this, at this cave. Um, and you, you make what you find a clearing up on after a couple of hours of trekking up this hill to the left of the path. Um, and you find this clearing and you can see out over the tops of these trees in front of you at this, um, rather craggy looking mountain in the background you can see maybe the hint of where a path might have been and you can see what could be some kind of opening um i don't know how have we are any of you guys proficient at map reading i don't know um, cartography cartography can you give me a cartography role please um uh, sure i think i'm actually not too bad at it um I don't have a specific cartography one. Just give us a give us a D twenty. Just um just uh, just Bill, with the, we'll add a um, proficiency bonus to it. Uh, can I just use my survival? Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Bill's like looking north, and he's like, "Yeah, this is uh, we're good." He's like, not even and like Shannon Baron, Baron has to actually like rotate him around towards the mountain that everyone else is looking at. Uh, and he's turned, saying that and, we're not going to ask for directions. And Bill's and like, we're find it Bill's turning the map kind of back and forth. And he's like, I don't know. So you've found, an, you've found a nice resting point. You might have to do a little bit of backtracking, um, but you, you can see the mountain range that belongs to Wave Echo Cave, but you're not sure if that, that opening you're seeing on that cave side is the, uh, the entrance or not. We I've um, come out of my wild shape. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not a pig bear anymore. <laughs> I'm just a I'm just an elf with an arrow in her arm. <laughs> you might want to take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a nice souvenir. Shall we breast? <laughs> Look, looks kind of sore. <laughs> it is. Thank you for noticing. Let's say we take a take a rest. Indeed. Do we feel like spending the night, or should we just? Stop for an hour or so. Well, if we're preparing, if we're preparing to assault a stronghold, mm. we should come at it fully, fully prepared. Surely, if 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 mm. we have time, I could prepare some potions. Mm-hmm. That sounds wise. Should we attack at first light? Sounds good. Oh, that sounds good. Sure. Mm. Uh, who's got that? Uh, who's got that note from the mysterious mm. dream? Oh, from the dream merchant. I, I've got it, so I can pull it out of my sleeve. <laughs> okay, you pull it. You pull that out and hand it over to American. American, what you can see on the note, the lettering is almost completely faded. Um, there's, you can still make out uh, everything that's written on the note. You can still see the the instructions for holding in your mind the item you want and holding coin in the other hand, um, and that it will find its way to you. You can see the list of items, but each of the items, um, the pricing next to each of the items is different from the last time you remember. And you can see written across, again, it's all very faded. It looks like there's barely a hint of the ink left on this on this note. Um, and you can just see written across the bottom, 50% off, get stuck while it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Bye now. Yeah. Well, that's some luck. 
Um, so just so you, you make out, there's the, the ring of jumping at now 1,250 gold pieces. There's the braces of archery at 750 gold pieces. There is the dust of disappearance at 150 gold pieces. Uh, there's the gem of brightness at 2,500 gold pieces. And there is the horn of blasting at a special of 225 gold pieces. It's like the briscoes of... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would have been quite the fools if we'd bought it full price. Mm. You gotta wait for the weekend. American, <laughs> <laughs> you think that maybe the the duration, the how long it's taken you guys to look at this, the fact that you've had it a few nights, has something to do with this fading and possibly even the the sale that seems to be happening mm. on this piece of paper now. Well, get the is anyone in the mood for some shopping? <laughs> Get those braces, American. You'll put yeah, them yeah. to good use. Fifty percent off. We're practically saving money. You know, like we're making. <laughs> I want brace. Get I like the way you free. think. Um, it's probably not the sort of dust you're looking for, is it, Baron? But it might still be useful. Still got my dust. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> well, that's for holidays, though. <laughs> um, it's for traveling. Dust of yeah, dust of disappearance. Could we pay for that as well? But I mean, you can absolutely try. That's mm. for sure. Could we? Could we try to get more than one lot? You could try. You could. You could definitely try. <laughs> Do we have enough money for that? Um, the the brightness thing. I mean, I know, like, given we're about to walk into a dark dingy cave, it might be useful. But I don't know if we've got enough of whatever it is, two and a half grand for it. Um, not in just the treasury. If we had it in, if we had more, then maybe. <laughs> we were the limit when it's more money than we do. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> no. I've only got 30 bucks. Mm, uh, I've, I've got this strange little frog trinket that might be worth something if they are open to barter. I've got 180 gold pieces on me somewhere. Ooh. I'm not sure how I ended up with that, but. Yeah. And I have 130. But I think I think we're still woefully short. So what are you guys Maybe, trying to pick up? I think the braces would probably work quite well because um, that's something that American can use from a distance. But mm. and we've got a potion of invisibility and the ring of invisi. Yeah, is that right? Yes, you, you currently have. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. So is the dust of disappearance going to be like a triplicate thing where we might not actually use it or need it? I say we try for it. No, well, that's going to be a thousand and fifty dollar dues, isn't it? And how much do we have? A thousand and fifty. I think we've got enough money for it. Yeah. We've got um, eleven twenty six in the treasury. So oh, it'll sure. be it'll be nine hundred gold pieces if you're going for the uh, braces of archery and the dust of disappearance. Oh, because it's that. half price too. Yeah, yeah. Do that. All right. Um, do we want the horn of blasting? Do we want to? That risk sounds that? like something you would enjoy, Bill. <laughs> good we'll, find, we'll find no more shops between here and our destination. Right, mm. Bill. If it's crap, we can just sell it when we get back to town. Yeah. Let's oh, go on a oh, spree. Oh, we deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> we made our montage. <laughs> yeah, think, everyone trying on the magical artifacts and giving like, <laughs> yeah. I think we should treat ourselves. <laughs> treat yourselves. Uh, so what's that? So 900 plus another 225, so 1125? Mm -hmm. That is the treasury cleared out. Oof, um, it's all gone. We've got 1.6 gold in the treasury. <laughs> and a frog ornament. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry, what did you say? 
eleven twenty-five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we are down to one point six. Jesus. Nice. All right. So who's going to – I don't know if you can hold uh, 1,125 gold in one person's uh, hand, so you might want to um, – three of you think of and, and try for an item each maybe. Is that what's going on? If Who, everyone okay. is getting an item, hold the coin and say yeah. and think of the item they want. So American, you hold your coin for braces. Bill, you're getting the um, horn of whatever it is. Who's getting the dust of disappearance? Who Bill likes dust. It. Joel, Baron does. Baron, that's yours. You're getting the dust. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, I mean, it really sounds like you want this dust. I do. I just don't want to hog the dust. You know, well, you're the only one who uses the dust. So. All right, I'll use the dust. Anyone can use the dust. Yeah, yeah we'll just get the dust. I'm gonna find it. We'll find out. Use it later. Okay. Baron's still got dust traces of dust on his <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, don't don't think of something different by mistake as you're going there, you know, like mm. chocolate. Or... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. probably a safe bet. Now that you've said that, I'm going to be trying to fight thinking of really disgusting things by mistake. Don't think of chocolate. Don't think of chocolate. Damn it. Don't think of chocolate. Chocolate. Oh. <laughs> Come back with a thousand gold pieces of chocolate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so how do we do this? What... All right, so as the note says, it's just a matter of holding – the uh, holding the item in one's mind and the gold in one's hand. Okay, so, I'll do it first. Okay, uh, because I've got the cheapest one, guys. I'm holding three hundred gold pieces, and I'm thinking of <laughs> no. What am I thinking? You mean hundred fifty? Hundred fifty. Hundred fifty. Half price. I'm thinking of the dust of disappearance. Not thinking of anything filthy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and you you feel the coins just disappear from your hand. Um, you open your hand to find nothing oh. left. Nothing left in your hand. Oh, well, that's just as simple as that. <laughs> the gold is gone. The gold is gone, guys. It does say on the note, though, they will find their way to you. That's so crazy. maybe it's a delivery. Oh uh, yeah, <clears throat> that's true. That's a good point. Otherwise, I would have been freaking out if you didn't say that. There's <laughs> an overnight delivery. Must be. <laughs> we'll, find out. we'll find out. Damn. Damn courier post, it might be three-day delivery. I'll, I'll follow suit. I, I've got nothing to lose. I want I want them braces. Got 750 gold pieces. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. So we better do it. Yep. Talk me through it. Talk me through it. I need to hear this. <laughs> I place the coins in my hand, close my eyes, and I think of the most beautiful, elegant braces. That you've ever seen. Perfect. And the the weight of all those coins in your hands just slowly disappears over the over maybe three or four seconds, and you open both of your hands to reveal nothing. The coins are gone. Uh, as I lay down to sleep that night, uh, I'm going to hold 225 simoleons in my hand <laughs> and uh, place them underneath my pillow. <laughs> and I'm just going to think of the most elegant weapon, the most, the best horn. <laughs> as I as I drift off to sleep. Okay, great. So, is it safe to say you guys are all tuning in for the night? I so uh, like to spend a few moments talking with American about the ring of cheese, <laughs> just so he knows what's up and loads it up as best he can. And mm. are we still planning on sending the spider down to scope out um, said cave before we venture forward, or are we going to leave that till morning? <clears throat> Probably till morning. 
because we can i think we're taking turns now to see if people are coming in and out or anything mm. any activity in the cave right right yeah and then later on we'll okay that's cool when we get closer we can send in there yeah sweet i did want to inquire whether i'm able to make any potions but yeah if you've got 25 uh, gold pieces well, could I forage for the ingredients per chance? Uh, okay, so I guess that would mean you would have to, uh, this would have to cut into your time. So you only need four hours. Uh, you can take, I guess you could take a short rest, right? Oh no, you, you need to do, you still need to take eight hours, but four of it's resting. Four of it can be done doing mm. light activity. Light activity wouldn't be in the middle of the night scouring for like herbs and stuff. Uh, it's like it's like it's like it's like reading a book or doing something like that. So like because it's only like six seven o'clock by the time you guys reach that clearing. You're welcome to spend a few hours beforehand, but it will change the time that you get up in the morning. I guess. Okay. Okay. Does someone want to help me? I'll we're draw them a nice picture of the herbs we're looking for. <laughs> I can. Uh, I'm interested in nature now. You know, I'm, I'm interested in the idea of nature. Okay. <laughs> I will get a, a a nature roll from both of you guys. Nature. I'm going to roll. Ironically, I don't know how, but I'm not even proficient in nature. <laughs> how is that possible? You're a druid and you're not even – that is insane. <laughs> I rolled a 15. That's a good roll. So what I was looking for there was a combined roll of 25 because you've got to get 25 gold pieces worth of your stuff, right? So you've done more than that. You've done, what, 36. So you, you've, um, you spend two hours uh, since you've got two of you out there looking for, for stuff and you return back um, with everything you need to to make a single health potion. I'll be like, Such hey, American. Oh, nice. okay. well, <laughs> who wants it? Sealed with a kiss. Don't you guys have like a what? billion health potions or something at the moment? I'm giving I'm it to Sig. Sure. Oh, I thought you might pretty have. Pretty sure Laris is used mostly health potion. Right. Uh, and Sig also inquires to American as to where the other health potions are going. Are we going to have one each or have we got one each plus one uh, for a couple of people? Unfortunately, I think I can only make one, yes. That's correct. You've only had one, but we had four in our bag. Yeah, that's oh. what I thought. I thought you guys had heaps. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. So who wants one? <laughs> well, for Rissick, he hands one out to everybody and then also has another one himself. So he has a total of two and everyone else has a total of one. I think you tough guys should have them. I think uh, Loris and Sig should carry a couple each. Signa has two. Okay, cool. Loras has two. Yeah, keep keep track of that, guys. <laughs> Definitely keep track so of it. One left. So we have five total. Five total. Yeah. Mm. Let's give one to the Baron. Okay. <laughs> so the Baron. Doesn't, he doesn't have any healing spells. The Baron's like, I don't intend to really get it out there in front of him. <laughs> I can't <laughs> do that. fucking Billy shows up. Dying one. You know Speaking Billy's going to be after you. I was going to say, we, how long is it until the next uh, Billy? Oh, no, it's still a way away. It's a while away. Yeah. Brandon, <laughs> let's keep it that way, huh? Yeah. I'll ask American when we're foraging, do you think you could smoke any of this stuff? Oh, oh of course. We druids are well-versed in such things. All right. Maybe I'll get some I'll Grab some of that. <laughs> grab some of that. Yeah, we can celebrate with that later. Give me a nature roll. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she says confidently. No. Mm-hmm. 
Not a survival. You got to survive. Whoa. Oh, it's good. Like it's ex- that's an eighteen. It's for exactly drugs. what American describes it to be. All right, that so one will make you fly high. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not exactly. Like it's not going to make you literally fly, but you might get high. Yes, for twenty, please. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> I just before we go to bed, or you know, the last thing I do anyway, I'm going to try out this ring of invisi. <laughs> Okay, I need oh! I need to bring up the details for that again. Um, I think I think you've just made um, random origins very happy. All right, so so you're just putting the ring of invisi on, is that right? Yeah, I put it on my own finger. Even you're gonna put it on your own finger. Um, mm-hmm. Can I get? Okay, so you you hold up the small the small ring, and uh, on the inside again, you can just see the inscription "Ring of Invisi," and the rest is kind of illegible. Um, and you place it onto your which which finger are you placing it onto? Okay, I'm going to put on my left pointy finger. The left pointy finger. You place it on, and can you give us a d a roll of a d8? Oh, looks like go. Bill's trying to say something. Oh, Bill? Oh. No, okay. No. Oh, he's I just pointing with his finger. finger. I thought he was like, excuse no. me. Let's work out which one was my left pointy finger. <laughs> I got a five. Okay, so when you place it onto your finger. Before your eyes, the ring just vanishes. No. So you awesome, can, the ring appears. You can, you can still feel it. You can still feel it on your finger. God, it's so magical. Um, but it's but it's just invisible now. Wow. Mm. So God. Baron hasn't disappeared or anything. Just the ring on his finger. No, like the like the Baron looks around. He's just like God, can you see me? all of you guys can, can see. see. Yeah. Him. Can you see my finger? It looks like a finger, yeah? Yeah, touch it. What have you done? <laughs> what have you done? Touch it. Oh, I don't want to. walks forward. I'll touch your finger. <laughs> yeah. You can all, yep. you can all Weird, feel right? you can all feel that there's a ring on the finger. Whoa. Well, those who touch up the Baron's yep. finger can feel that. <laughs> wow. one, one of the way. less exciting magical items I've ever seen. Hmm. <clears throat> That's all right. Oh, yeah. Quite the novelty trick, isn't it? <laughs> Someone sounds jelly. Um, so if we're going to call it a night. Um, oh, sorry. I've got, sorry, two more things. Uh, <laughs> the first of which is um, I sheathed my sword oh, after right. the battle of Hobby Gobbly Goblin. Okay. So oh, do I need I... to roll some Yeah, stuff? yeah. You need to roll a D3 if you're sheathing it. Here's Slash R D3. All right. It should have just been a D six. Uh, <laughs> so it's a two. He rolls a two. Um, let's have a look. Oh yeah, so with a roll of a two, you just place the sh- uh, the sword into the sheath, just with no with nothing. It just slides in perfectly fine. Right. <clears throat> um, and one last thing is that Sig would like to put his Monterey Jack cheese, which he found in the Goblin Cave, into the cheese ring. <laughs> well, the cheese ring is not accepting any cheese. It's still got three uh-huh. holes. Um, on that cheese ring. You'll squirt cheese out. Yeah, American has kind of explained to you that from what she can tell, you just need to concentrate on cheese and it will produce cheese. And when you do so, one of the holes oh. fills in. So there still seems to be three holes left on that cheese ring. Right. Sig remembers that he should have paid more attention when listening to American <laughs> and does exactly that. Should All right. So give us the whole count to two. Okay, cool. Give us a D20. Roll for cheese. Six. Rolls out of six. Yeah, six little blocks of cheese just go out of the ring, just fart their way out of the ring onto the ground in front of you. Um, and you just and you just start 
reeking. You, your entire body smells of rotten cheese, and the the ring has indeed filled up one of the holes and is is now a dull color. That's that stench is really going to be good for us being quite stealthful tomorrow. <laughs> he thinks that he should have done that after a long night's sleep. Oh, well, you guys haven't you guys haven't had your sleep yet. Before. You guys yeah. haven't had your sleep yet, yeah. so it might be okay. <laughs> Joe. Can I, <laughs> uh, can I just say to Baron, do you mind if I try that ring on? Perhaps it only works on those that are blessed with radiant beauty beyond compare. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 All right, do you know anyone like that? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Right, I'll take the ring off. Um, you pull and you pull, and it's not coming off. In fact, it seems oh, no. like we, as you pull, it's almost biting down into your finger. Ah, fat fingers. Um, oh, awesome. I'm, I'm assuming it's because I got fat fingers now. <laughs> They're not that fat. It, it's it almost like plump. Yes. It almost feels like if you pulled this hard enough, it would take the entire finger with it. I'll do it. Sausagey finger. <laughs> okay, well, sorry, I can't get the ring off. It's kind of worrying. Do you have any grease? Maybe a little bit of uh, water Jeez. retention is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, hardly yeah. tell you're bloated. It's fine. <laughs> I must be all this cheese. Um, <clears throat> uh, sorry. If I do manage to, I, I'm just going to pretend it's not actually stuck and try and forget about it. Mm. Okay. Cool. So is, is everyone <laughs> is everyone done with their pre-night shenanigans? All right. So you you all fall asleep. Um, and it's a rather well, oh. people are someone's watching, right? We're taking turns. Oh, you take so, so someone's on, the, yeah. on watch. It's gonna have to yeah. be someone with night lookers, I guess, if you're looking way off in the actually, uh, your, your dark vision's only 60 feet, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if someone comes out holding a torch, sure, the spot that's true, that's true. Okay, um, so it's an uh, are you guys taking shifts, eh? So, yes, so it's about after the after the hike up, it's about six o'clock after the uh venturing out to find the herbs and stuff for the health potion and then creating the health, health potion. You're at about nine o'clock at night. You've all done all your bits and pieces and you're all turned in for the night. Um, what we can say is that you can have sort of take shifts and all get a long rest total if we get up at maybe seven in the morning, if that's okay with you guys. At about, um, who, who's, who's, who do you think would be on shift at around three, three in the middle of the night? Sig and Bill. You guys, you guys have, um, you guys are sitting on a small makeshift log, keeping an. Uh, right. Um, and you, you've seen nothing um, from from the mountains so far, uh, and suddenly you both feel quite lightheaded, uh, and you both just pass out down on the ground. Uh, everything is black, and then you notice that you can see yourselves despite the black and you're all standing in your uh, pajamas next to each other in this blackness. Uh, you can see off in the distance, just a, a small glow. Um, and then with just one step, you happen to be directly in front of yet again, this weird dreamlike figure. Uh, he hands you three items, one to Mirican, one to the Baron and one to Bill. You can't hold their form or their shape in your minds. You can't even hold the form of the thing that's handing this to you uh, in your mind. Um, and as quickly as it was there, it's again gone. It's shot back off into the distance, just this light. And then the, you're looking around at each of you as the darkness falls back over you and you all wake up 
at seven uh, in the morning. Whoa. Ooh, yeah. overnight delivery. Yeah, yeah overnight <laughs> delivery. Amazing. Have you seen these braces? <gasps> <laughs> because, yeah, so you, you've woken up in America and the first thing you see lying next to you is this, this beautifully crafted um, bracer. Um, it matches almost identically what you pictured in your head. Um, the Baron has a, a small pouch sitting next to him. Uh, and, and Bill, there is a, a beautiful, beautifully ornate horn um, in your hand under the pillow, you like where the gold was. You kind of it's you lumpy, and you lift it up, and it's there. Yeah. As you reach out, um, Baron, for the little pouch uh, of dust next to you, you notice that the um, the you can see the ring on your hand again. Uh, it's it's back. It's just sitting on your finger um sig you've noticed that your stench has disappeared um and that the and that the ring the cheese ring on your finger has got its uh its color back it's sort of like almost glowing with yellow gold so hood on what are we going to do i'm going to go mage armor with my <laughs> with my staff you cast mage armor? Like, no, no, no. yeah it's just the the, the glass stuff that we got off mm-hmm. of glass how long does that last for when you cast Mage Armor? How long? 10 hours. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> Maybe 8 last, hours. I've forgotten. I'm going to have to keep last track of that. Of Definitely have to keep track of that. Okay, cool. So do we want to venture closer to the cave and find somewhere a little bit safer and send um, – I forget your spider's name, Merrick, and I apologize. Send the spider into the cave um, and to do a bit of a, a sightseeing venture. <laughs> Sightseeing adventure—that's a euphemism, yeah. really. <laughs> Shall we risk their Ransen's life to scout for us? Is that you, what well, you're trying to say? Risk his life? He, he, surely, with your potion of invisibility, you could make him invisible. Or a spider could just walk into the cave, and um, I could piggyback him with my beast sense um, spell slash ritual thing. Well, you're going to get. Are you going to get on its back? <laughs> no, mentally <laughs> speaking. Uh, yes, okay. explain to us a spell. Yeah. Please so, go on. As a, as a ritual, I can cast beast sense, and which means that I can see, hear, and sense everything that your little spider creature does, and I can obviously explain it to you. When uh, when, when he when, uh, and I could do this for an hour. So basically, we can send him into the cave. Um, I can see and hear and and smell what he does, and we can kind of get a feel for what's going on. I think that's a wonderful uh, tactical idea. Agreed, Mr. Loris. Let's do that. But, Sounds good. But maybe we want to get a little bit closer because a spider walking, however far yeah. we are, might take a bit of time. Yeah, the, the, the cave opening that you guys have, have been keeping an eye on, um, you, first of all, you need to sort of make your way back down, maybe close to the path that um, you're on because it doesn't look like mm-hmm. there's any way up to that cave other than via one specific road or route anyway. So how far away would we be approximately? Like, I'm assuming if we double back and then walk the distance to the cave. Uh, let's have a, just a, have a quick look here. Um, it'd be a, a, like a two-mile trek downhill, mm-hmm. followed by another maybe three-mile trek up a mountain. Like, that that part's going to be quite difficult. Um, okay. Definitely don't send the spider by itself. Then. No. Maybe let's, not from this distance. Yes. <laughs> let's get as close let's, as we can. Closer. Yeah, let's get a little closer. That's a little bit safe, but still with some hiding space so we can cast my ritual safely and, yeah, send the spider on his way. 
Yeah, cool. So, I mean, if you guys want to get... Well, how close to Wave Echo Cave do you guys want to get before you look at sending the spider? About throwing distance. So you want to be nearby, like near like the outside of the cave? Uh, 25 yeah. to... I would have thought, you know, within, a, within 25 to 50 meters, so we can still okay. be kind of hidden. You know, it's a safe distance away. All right. So we'll say that you guys trek down this hill um, and head up, start heading up this mountain. All the greenery is, is gone after another hour up this up this mountainside uh, and the next three hours of trekking is, is relatively grueling. Um, by maybe two o'clock in the afternoon, you guys reach this, this opening that you can only assume it's the only opening that you've seen. And, and it's the only opening that has a path sort of leading to it. Um, a quick look at the map by someone, not, uh, not bill. Um, you realize <laughs> that this, this has to be, has to be, has to be the cave. Better be. Um, so I think this is the case. <laughs> Bill. It's okay. I was just gonna ask what Loris casting a ritual looks like. Mm. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I have I have a way of describing it. It's it's a little bit rough, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so assuming Murican is gonna allow <clears throat> his spider to, to come closer to me and I can I can talk to him because I've actually got to touch him to to be able to sort of commune with him and, and go through that process. Um, she's just holding him like a little pet cat and she just holds him out. Cool. So I'm just going <laughs> to <laughs> randomly, I find a feather just sitting on my couch. Oh, nice. Oh, I've got several feathers. Random. Um, bloody dog. <laughs> Anywho. Um, um, dogs so don't I'll have take... feathers, Dave. No, but the dog bites. <laughs> it's dog a druid. Bites, I can confirm the this. Bites the cushions and they've oh, got right. feathers. In is, it, is it a down <laughs> couch? Yeah. It's not a down couch, but the cushions are full of feathers. There yeah. we go. Anywho, so taking the spider in my hands, um, I'm just going to kind of carry him off and go off to a kind of not quite a secluded area, but sort of a, a quiet space because I haven't done this before, so I want to sort of concentrate and make sure I'm not going to get disturbed. Um, and I have beast sense in Royal 20 somewhere, so I just want to press it so people can see what yeah, it is. Yeah, perfect. That'd be did. great. Um, so, yeah, just rolled there. So, basically, I touch a willing beast for the duration of the spell. You can use the action to see through the beast's eyes, hear what he is, and continue to do so until you use your action to return to normal senses. So, it lasts for an hour, um, but I think it takes me 10 minutes to sort of do my ritual thing. Mm. Um, basically, so the way I sort of envisage it is that I'm holding this chihuahua-sized spider, which is kind of weird because I'm not used to something that big or you know, a spider being that big for a starter, but it's sort of looking into its eight eyes you know, kind of getting a feeling for a bit of a um, a, com- a communal sense of safety and well-being, just trying to pre- pass on that I'm not going to squash him because, you know, that's normally what I do. Um, you know, reassure him that everything's safe, kind of just sort of stroke him gently and then I'm going to raise his his kind of forehead to my forehead and we're just going to kind of sort of press head and I'm going to close my eyes and just kind of hum softly to myself and... Um, I'm going to do that quietly for 10 minutes, and that's kind of my, my process of casting the spell and communing with him. <clears throat> that's fantastic. And yeah, so that's how I saw it happening. Yeah, Loris, <laughs> well, after, after 10 minutes of this, you open your eyes, but you're face-to-face with yourself. Oh, shit. Yeah, you, you're just seeing. <laughs> you're now seeing and experiencing life out of the eyes and senses of this, of this spider being held by you. That's a little trippy, but yeah, I'm holding myself. Um, from what Mirakin can see, Loris has just gone into this um, serene state of calm. There's no movement to him. 
at all. He's stopped his humming. His eyes are closed. So that's what you can see. I'm just peeking around the tree and I'm like, he loves him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think you'll need to tell the spider to go do something. (laughs) I don't have have the power to control the spider. I just see and sense what it's here. I'm going to give it a little pet, which might feel weird, actually. That's a little awkward, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know if you feel that, but that's weird. Loris does Um, feel it. I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna. I'm going to direct it into the cave and whisper, "Come back the instant that danger arises." Now, it doesn't understand common. Okay, can I cast speak with animals? You can. You absolutely can. All right. I'm, if I'm gonna uh, cast speak with animals. Um, I'm going to give it more in-depth instructions and, and let it know to relay back everything it sees mm. and to be careful, stay out of sight, look for traps, okay, and uh, report back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know if a spider knows what a trap is. Mm-hmm. So, feel free to give some detail about what you want it to be on the lookout for, um, or even. Because Loris, Loris can hear as well. So if you, if you want to think about two things, basically you want to think about what you're telling the spider to go in and do and for how long. Um, but you don't need to worry about getting information from it because Loris afterwards will be able to tell you everything. Mm. Yeah. So, so what would you like Maybe the spider Maybe it's not even to- worth casting speak with animals well, then. Otherwise, it's not going to know what you want it to do. Like, Loris can't control it, so it needs to get its direction from you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've done my best. I don't know that I think – I don't know that I can really explain the concept of what a trap is. If it doesn't know what that is, it doesn't know what that is. Mm. Uh, if you see anything that should not be in a cave, I mean – it's not that smart. <laughs> you're, you, you've got, well, you've got that spell. You've got a direct I'm just banking line. on Loris noticing, not the spider. But Loris doesn't control the spider. No, no, like but a, he'll notice the traps, I would hope. Loris would, but, but the spider won't. Go. I will understand what the spider sees, but I can't communicate what the spider yeah. anything. I'm going to say, stay on, stay on the walls, stay on the ceilings. Yeah. And, okay, does, are you going to tell it how long you want it in there for, or...? Because otherwise it could just go in there and just it's in there forever. Come back within the hour. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So you place... As, um, oh, sorry, Sig. As Mirakin is talking to a spider, Sig walks forward towards Mirakin and has a little checklist which he refers to in his book. Uh, floor plan, uh, number of enemies, um, entries and exits. <laughs> That'd be great. Thank you, Mirakin, spider person. Loris, you're, you're hearing all of this coming out of Thank Sig. Thank you. Certainly are a scholar. <laughs> I'll also try my best to relay what he says to the spider. Okay, cool. Um, all right, you place you place the spider down on the ground, Loris. Your view is very close to the ground now, and the spider just um, makes its way, scoots off, just runs straight for the um, for the the cave entrance. Um, what are the rest of you guys going to be doing for the hour that the spider is in there? Sig will be ready on guard in case any enemies attack. Okay. Am I able to take a short rest? Uh, f- yeah, for an hour. Get that one measly spell slot back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. If you want to do that, <laughs> that's totally fine. 
Um, okay, so we'll, we'll switch to to Loris here. Um, Loris, what you see is the spider makes its way into the the cave. It can see about and now and therefore you can now see about sixty foot ahead of you. Um, cool. The spider is it's a little disorienting for you because it does make its way up the side of the cave wall, uh, and you can feel. Um, almost at all of your fingertips and your feet, just the wet, cold um, rocks. Uh, you can you're you're feeling this as well. This is trippier than I was expecting. Yeah, the um, <laughs> the the passageway is from the entrance of the cave. Now you guys can all see down into it. Maybe uh, well, the the uh, the elves amongst you can see a little further in, but for the most of you, you just see a dark cave without any light. Um, there does seem to be a bit of a breeze coming through. Um, uh, as the spider makes its way further into the cave, Loris, you see right on the edge of the of what you you can see, the corridor open up into a relatively large room. Um, there are stalagmites uh, and and pillars of rock. You can, you're taking this this all in, and the spider now throws itself up onto the ceiling of this of this cave and you're getting a sense of um vertigo as it's quite quite high at this point of the cave maybe a good uh 20 feet above the um the floor which is now above you um (laughs) uh, the spider continues its way uh investigating this room um you can see uh in one corner of the cave what looks to be a, a dead um, body, a small dwarven, oh. small dwarven body, dead. Um, yeah, lying sort of dead up in That's the corner. You can't really make out too much, uh, <clears throat> too many details in regards to it. And the spider just keeps making its way further into this. You are now surrounded by darkness, um, but thanks to the thanks to the spider's dark vision, you're able to see sort of black and white um, shapes and details and things. Um, because you're upside down, like, so like I said, you're upside down, the roof, the, the ground is now the ceiling and you see as a part of that ceiling, it sort of move up quite steeply. Another, another, how big is that? I think it's another 20 feet, um, at that area. Let's just have a quick look. I just want to make sure I get that right. Yeah. It's yeah. Another 20 feet up uh, and the spider makes its way. Um, it's probably spends a good 30 minutes just investigating this area that you first went into it's quite a while it does have some size you know it's still making its way through this big room um you can see these Mm. three you've kind of figured out there's maybe three stalagmites from your view they look now like stalactites but you know the other way around they'd be stalagmites um and the spider eventually makes its way into this pit and climbs even higher up into this room and you're now the ground is now a good 40 feet below you the other the other the other thing you've noticed is that um almost every two to five minutes there's just a a booming sound of what sounds like like pounding waves just echoing through this cave system um and every time you hear that the the ground underneath your fingertips and feet kind of just shakes just a little um, the spider spends another 30 minutes kind of just investigating this pit area that you've climbed up into um, and doesn't really, you sort of see maybe a hint of an opening over on the side, but the, the spider comes to its senses and like almost exactly after that hour is over, starts scuttling directly back towards the entrance of the, um, 
the cave. So after that hour ends, basically, I guess I just snap out of my little trance and my vision and stuff is gone. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think after that trek, like coming back out of it, I am actually going to wipe that off and like, that was weirder than I was expecting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but while it's still kind of fresh in my memory and I assume while the spider is returning, I'm just going to regale what I've seen and explain and obviously there's a dead dwarven body on the floor in the this big chamber um that might be something that's kind of useful um didn't see any people that are, or any enemies but there's obviously a fairly large waving wave sound going on etc etc um yeah we best get down there and have a look i think when spidey comes back baron baron could you sketch us a little outline of what you thought the layout was um, I could try, but my drawings aren't that great. But so sure, um, if you want to make it a roll. I'm going to see what would be a good roll. Um, give me just a intelligence intelligence check, I guess. Intelligence oh, check, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intelligence isn't that bad, but an intelligence check, not a savings throw, but an intelligence. Hang on, here we go. And I'm going to do it with disadvantage because you saw it all upside down, and you were kind <laughs> of a bit all right. weakened by all of that. Mentally, go. I rolled a seven. A seven. <laughs> yeah, he draws you. He, he sort of. Have you got a piece of? He, you hand him something, and he draws this this shape. There's like he draws the long sort of entrance way that he travelled down. He's drawn like just a big circle for a big open room. Um, he's drawn three circles for where he thinks those stalagmites might have been. Um, <laughs> And then another sort of half circle coming off uh, that bigger circle. And then that's where he believes that extra height that he went into might have been. Okay. This going straight on the fridge, Loris. (laughs) (laughs) Good. It's nice to see someone appreciating my little spider child. Thank Mm. you. Spider's awesome. Actually, that's... Okay, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Love it. Wow. Well, a dead body of a dwarf. I'm, I'm hoping that's not Nundro, but I know there were more brothers. Mm. Mm. I think we should make haste and enter this cave. This now must be stopped. Mm. Yes. All right, so uh, what order are you guys all moving into this cave system? I think Super us night lookers should go first, but we might need torches, yes? Night lookers first. Sig and I have got torches, so that'll be fine. All right, so uh, American and Bill at the front. Is that good? Bill? Yep. Uh, <clears throat> we're about uh, the rest of you. We'll just go at the back. Yeah, I'm still feeling a bit queasy, so I'm just going to amble at the back. All right, so Sig so will be just behind the front. Yeah, you've got Sildar next to you. As well, so you basically two by two, you move into this relatively tight um, tunnel. It's maybe only seven feet to eight feet wide, so you kind of almost, almost one by one, maybe staggered um, as you make your way into this tunnel. And like, and like Loris experienced, it's 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 uh, the further down into this um, tunnel you go, the colder it gets. Uh, the further into this tunnel you get, the the damper it gets. But the 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 ground beneath you seems to be quite smooth. It's obviously seen. It's obviously borne a lot of um, traffic. It's as the stone beneath you, while while natural, has been really flattened down. Um, 
and uh, so let's move you, guys. We're moving you. We're moving you into the Wave Echo Cave. What? Dum dum dum. <laughs> and you might want to Is z- it stone? Uh, yeah, it's all just natural rock and stone. I liked that um, what we learned from our scouting mission was that there were echoing waves in the Wave Echo Cave. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, yet, yet, I bet you didn't see that coming. Huh? Surpri- <laughs> surprises for all. Plot twist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Plot twist. The Wave Echo Cave echoes. Exactly. Wow. Mm. <laughs> waves. Um, so, yeah, the two of you at the front, you um, – at the extent of your night vision, you still see nothing but uh, from your current position. Uh, good. How, how far? I know you maybe about 30 feet at the moment. Good 10, meet, 10 meters in. Um, it's still just tunnels. Uh, there's The walls are, are kind of damp <clears throat> and wet. The sm- it even smells damp um, uh, at this p- already. Uh, and all light in front of you is really gone. Like uh, the only light can be seen from the torches being held um, and from your dark vision. So yeah. Mm. Where to from here? Mm. <laughs> the two the front? Proceed. Yeah. So I guess American and, and Bill, uh, how are you proceeding? Are you moving quickly down this corridor? I think we should uh, try to move cautiously looking for any kind of danger. Okay, cool. Um, Sildar is, is, close behind uh now i copied these tokens from a previous map so the only they should all be maxed out with health so just make sure that they're all bumped up uh cool okay so let's let's say you guys move to the edge of that light and we'll just make a little more um. american charges ahead (laughs) yeah that's fine that's fine Surely, surely knew that the spider would have uh, alerted you guys of, of enemies, I guess. Um, the spider's it, back, right? Yeah, you've got the, yeah, the, you, yeah. the spider came back. And it's, all, it's all good. It's all fine. It's all happy to be there. Um, I'm going to give it a pat and a kiss. <laughs> Roll for kiss. No, kidding. Um, <laughs> so the entrance tunnel leads into this large cavern that Loris um, detailed uh, to you before. It's supported by a natural pillar of rock, and it contains three stalagmites. Um, yeah, there looks to be, um, American, you can kind of see a bit further into the darkness, both you and Bill, and you can see what looks like a few bed rolls, um, off towards the sort of Northwest of this, of this room. And it looks to be, there's some sort of, um, supplies up there as well. Sig calls back to Zelda. Hurry up, man. <laughs> and I call to Sig, shh, man. All right. Let's continue forward cautiously. Okay. Cool. What I'll do, I'll um, reveal the majority of this room. We'll say that the light from the torches is enough to fill up uh, the majority of this room. But they are casting some serious um, shadows from the stalagmites coming up, up out of the ground. Um, you can sort of see amongst the supplies off to the sort of northwest of this room, um, a body of a dwarven miner. Um, it looks like it's... <laughs> Sorry, that's a callback to another joke. Uh, that's great. My nerd, not my gnaw. Yeah. <laughs> God. 
sorry. What was uh, there's a couple of you talking there? Bill? Um, how old does the miner look? <laughs> Uh, the miner looks to be in his maybe 60 well he looks oh he looks like an adult um but from what you can make out he also looks like he's been dead for for quite a week maybe not ages but enough to be starting the decomposition um process so he's just where's his body i've just marked with a little black x let's move this up so he's just sort of tucked away around with some um supplies He's hoping it's Thardin, who we suspect. Should we here. search him and see who he might be? <clears throat> see if he's got a wallet. Read <laughs> Virgin. Um, ID. So who's who's going up? Because you're all just sort of standing in the middle of the I'm room. I'm going to gingerly proceed towards him. Same. Okay, cool. Silda follows I'm up um, behind you as well. Uh, and when he sees uh, what the dwarf is wearing, um, he sort of, he recognizes him. He goes, ah, oh, Thardin. Oh, dear. Uh, recognizing him instantly as Gundren's brother, Thardin. Oh. Um, so let's. So was Thardin the one that we thought was already dead, or was Thardin yeah. the one that we was already al- yeah. was alive? Thardin was the one uh, Gundren said uh, had told Sildar that he was now with in the afterlife. Ah, okay, right. Cool. Um, you've and noticed Andro that might still be alive. Possibly. Yeah, so this is the other one that might still be right. Okay. Um, he's, this body is sort of amidst a bunch of supplies. There are sacks of flour, uh, bags of salt, casks of meat, lanterns, flasks of lamp oil, pickaxes, shovels, and just a whole bunch of, of mining gear. Um, Can really want to ascertain maybe how he died, what the cause of death was? He's definitely decomposed. Can you give me a medicine... Roll an investigation. We'll give it an investigation. Okay. Am I able to help? Uh, with a with a twenty one, he does definitely not need any help. Um, um, his head has just been caved in for the most part. Uh, there's there's also in a cave. Yeah, he's um <laughs> and he's also got a few stab wounds. He was he was looks like he was so like a brutally taken care blunt of. Force. Yeah, he's been murdered. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh. In, during your investigation, you do notice <laughs> it feels weird uh, sort of talking about um, what he's wearing, but he's got like a really nice pair of boots on. Um, uh, you recognize them in your investigation nice instantly as boots of striding and springing. Okay. It's like rest in peace. Ooh, nice <laughs> shoes. Oh. Oh, what size are those, guys? <laughs> Don't what size are dwarven feet? <laughs> <laughs> True. They're tiny. These are one size fits all, I guess. And I think <laughs> it's the, the springs ding. sticking out the bottom of the heels that uh, give it away. Like <laughs> um, I'm going to let everyone know that we're just whispering that I think these are possibly magical boots that uh, are good for striding and springing. Just going to eye up Silda, try to read what he's thinking. <laughs> like pro desecration? Or anti-desecration. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to stride by themselves, huh? <laughs> to be better use on our feet than laying here in waste. Does I Baron propose know what, that we take them with us. Does, mm-hmm. does Baron know what the boots actually do? Like, he, I'm assuming he would know kind of what they are if he's seen them before. He, seen... he recognizes these, so he also knows exactly. Uh, well, let's. I'll actually, you know what I'll say. Um, he knows. Mm-hmm. From what he has heard, um, 
be very similar to Sonic the Hedgehog if you played that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he says it, it helps with um, sort of like, helps you move a little faster, helps you jump a little further, These these from what he's heard right. of these boots. Cool. It's in, the, it's in, it's in the name. Well, who wants, to get, who wants to wear them? I think we should put them on. Someone, yeah. Someone that likes to spring around. Mm. Sick. That would be useful. Get you I into battle reach the, the front line quicker and cleave my enemies with extra death. What's um? Right. What's what's your walking speed, Sig? Because you've got heavy armor. Is it a little? 30. Oh, it is thirty. Okay, because it says uh, your walking speed becomes thirty feet unless your speed is higher, then it's not reduced. But it also says if you're wearing heavy armor, it's it doesn't it helps you if you're encumbered or anything. Um, so really, the only thing you're going to get from this is the ability to jump three times the normal distance. Jumping, Ooh. jumping into battle, nice. Yeah, good. So you'll literally be able to spring into battle. I, I looked up the rules for jumping as well after our jumpy thing, and uh, it's. I think you can jump your your strength distance right, if you're yeah. running. Get ten oh. feet running, otherwise it's half that. Oh, 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 look at them shoes. <laughs> Almost like it was planned. That was that was not planned. That oh, was amazing. Wow. <laughs> I think I'll just put these on. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, they was, match your outfit amazingly. Holy shit. That's pretty impressive. That was good. <laughs> it's like it was <laughs> destiny. <laughs> um, Spend the next few minutes putting them on his feet. So, yeah, so you can jump three times your normal distance, but you can't jump further than your remaining movement would allow, if that makes sense. So, what is it? So, strength uh, modifier, is it? Uh, no, it's just your yeah yeah your strength. Joe, well, you're yeah. not going to modify your strength. So, so what's your strength, Reese? Not the modifier, but their number. Ah, uh, yes, indeed, that number is sixteen. So basically, you could leap thirty feet. Um, you because you can't do more than your movement. So, wow. well, you have to get a ten foot run up. There you go. So you'd be able to do your maximum thing, or it's half of your strength. If you do it from a standing jump, there we go. But so even half of your strength, you'd get twenty-four feet from a from Fucking a standing hell, position. That's good. And how high can you get? Uh, <laughs> you're the one. <laughs> you're, you're the one with the weed. Um, yeah. What is, is it? What's the vertical? I know that's the sort of distance. You, you're the one that read about jumping. What are you doing? Asking uh, us. Sorry, I'll look it up. <laughs> uh, he can jump some. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm is pretty awesome. Flower. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to say I'm going to grab the bag of flour as well. Okay. Yep. You can add that to your inventory. Good idea. What yeah. else we got there? Uh, some cooking oil, was it? Lantern oil. And grab it. The meat will be useful as well. Yeah. There's like um, some meat, uh, a couple of lanterns, some um, lamp oil, pickaxes, shovels, mainly mining gear. It's like it's not particularly valuable, but it might be useful if you if you're wanting it. Check under his beard. <laughs> well, there are three bed rolls. Who's uh Yeah. No, his beard. Oh, yep. Sorry. <laughs> beard. Loris, get in there. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's all yeah. good. I heard beard. I am going to check under those bed rolls, though. I might find some spare change. There is See, when, no when spare change. When American says it, sounds like bed. Not when, when Reagan, you say it, it sounds, like, sounds like beard. Yeah, see, beard. You say it longer than beard. It should be bed, not beard. Beard. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a beard. <laughs> It's a beard. Oh, not this again. Beard. 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 It sounds the same. Come on. Come on. Seriously, it sounds the same. Beard. Anyway. Um, oh, no, that's... 
Okay. Carry on. <laughs> I, I do that. All right, yeah, so you guys have taken, Gun, uh, not Gundren, Tharin's, Tharin's boots. Um, Sildar is just um, taking off one of the covers of one of the bed rolls and just placing it over the top of Tharin um, while you guys are, I don't know, storming, like, I would looting like, these provisions. I would like to actually say an, a quick elven prayer over his body in respect. Please. I have done so. <laughs> I was so ready to be like, oh, I have an inspiration point for that amazing. Nah. Last time, nah, it's not happening. All Last right. time I talked in Alvage, I was like, never again. That was so awkward. <laughs> yeah. Never I, again. I'm still going to give you an inspiration point for, for doing that because that's, that's nice and in character there. That's cool. Let's just say, blessed be. But in done. Elvish. Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. Loris, you, you seem to be um, the closest to... You're, you're kind of looking around on the roof for um, that that pit that you remember going up into mm. um, before your brain kind of loops everything back around the right way up. Um, and you sort of see off to the... Um, the northeast of this room it just it just drops off uh you can sort of see a little bit of the wall on the opposing side uh maybe um 10 to 15 feet from where it drops off if you want to go over you're welcome to take a look over we're looking over here over here yeah 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 that's the one yeah i might just take a little um look see over there and See what I can see. I assume that's where the the drop off is. Yeah, cool. Ooh. And as soon as you look into it, you, you you kind of piece it all together. It's backwards and it's on the floor instead of being the other way around on the roof. But um, you've noticed that what looks to have happened here is that there's been a bit of like a collapse. Um, oh, okay. It's about ten foot wide. It's twenty feet deep. Um, and there's a sturdy hemp rope is tied off around a, one of the nearby stalagmites, sort of off to the right there, uh, uh-huh. to the eastern side of the room. And it's going off down into this pit, and it just dangles off into the side of the pit. Um, and you can sort of so. Sorry, carry on. I um. So from where I am, can I see? Does it look like like um? There's been digging in in the pit, or is it just sort of collapsed in on itself? It looks like it's just collapsed in on itself, and you can make out at either side uh, of um this pit just a small smallish uh, entrance on each side. Okay. So can, yeah. So I don't know if you can see that there, but it's one there. This- the dark the there, little yeah. gaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah Your light um, is not strong enough or at the right angle to be able to see what's what's through any of each of those holes. <clears throat> so I'm noticing Sig having walked away from the from the thing. I'm just gonna point to the rope and say, Sig, look, that leads leads down there. Let, let's check it out. And um, I'm going to wander over to said rope and check it first to make sure that it's fairly sturdy, but Trusting that a dwarf has done it, I'm just going to assume that it's safe. Yeah, give me um, oh. give me an investigation tug. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I want to give the team an investigation tug. Okay. Roll for tug. Oh. Roll for tug. Um, investigation. Here we go. Um, I rolled a an eleven. Yeah, I mean, you give it a bit of a tug, and it seems to be quite sturdy. Cool. Um, so, feeling that it's fairly sturdy, I'm just going to you know, slide down into the into the pit uh, and suggesting that um, Sig follows. Sig turns to the group. Come on, this way, and then follows Mr. Loris down the rope. Okay. Um, I'll get. I'll just get a dex check from each of uh, the people that are using the rope. Dex check. Oh, make, make it a. 
What should it be? Strength? I'll let you guys choose whether you're choosing a strength or a dex. Oh, I'm held so doing strength in that case. <laughs> Am I able to, um, with my dark vision, see into either of those little entrance ways oh, down there? From from me. your current angle, you're not really seeing much. It's it's mainly the angle that's stopping you seeing through than anything. I'm going to whisper, uh. I'll cover you from above just in case something awful is done. Oh, and I'm Bill. going to take out my oh, short bow. Okay. So, Loris. <laughs> you, I rolled a nine. You, you. You grab onto the rope and you make yourself, you make your way down. You, it's not elegant by any means, and you might have gotten a little bit of rope burn on top of that already burnt hand that you've is trying to be healed up. Um, but you make it to the bottom, okay. Uh, Reese, you try to follow suit and uh, maybe get halfway down before slipping. Um, and I'm going to get a d6 uh, roll from you, please. Yeah. Cool. You just take two. you just take two damage as you hit the ground. Steady, steady on there, ten man. <laughs> uses his heavy armor master to reduce the blunt damage by three. Oh, okay, cool. They gain one health. <laughs> but that's from weapons, isn't that's, it? That's piercing or bludgeoning damage that you take from non-magical weapons. Correct. Ooh, mm. it's not a, a weapon. The, gr- the ground isn't a weapon. <laughs> Yeah, it's all that's or is it magical? But either way, you are definitely Mm. taking two damage from that. Um, the Baron just nimbly just slides down effortlessly to the bottom and kind of looks at um Sig on the ground and Loris like rubbing his hands together in a little bit of agony. Um, Sig's magical boots sticking up in the (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, and and Bill just like grabs onto the rope and like with a little bit of uh, flare just falls 20 feet down into the ground into the pit. <laughs> with a natural one um, oh, so can I get 2d6 from you oh my god Bill. oh Bill 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 Taking, oh. you just oh. you, like, you face plant the ground at the bottom of this pit um, taking <laughs> taking nine damage. Boris would just like to pick Bill up by the scruff of the neck and kind of plant him on his feet and brush him off and yeah. there there. <laughs> tap on Silda uh, <laughs> um, as well. He's just gonna um, he's gonna see what he does as well. I'm moving out of the way. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. Do, he does. He follows like what Reese is doing. He, uh, sorry, Sig was doing. He makes it halfway down before uh, also sliding down this rope and hitting the ground, taking four damage. <laughs> Um, and yeah, he, so nimble, and he's yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, my knees, ah, and he's just dusting off his knees, but he's taken a little bit of damage. Um, American, yeah. you're, you're the <laughs> only, you're the only one unscathed at the top. You've just watched a bunch of idiots just fall their way <laughs> down into the pit in front of you. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about us. I'm We're just good. thinking that looks really difficult. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I, I am just watching just to make sure that there's no danger there, down there. Yeah, you've spotted no danger. I'm going to wait a beat just in case something attacks them. Oh, okay. Well, I bow an arrow at the ready. Okay, so you guys haven't actually – you haven't been quiet about what you're doing. But the other thing that I I mentioned for Loris, but I'll, I'll mention again for you guys, is that there's almost every two to five minutes there's just this booming sound of thunderous waves coming from somewhere – uh, and it's shaking the ground ever so gently with each each boom. The noise you've made isn't really out of the ordinary. It's quite a loud place. Um, 
Some of you have hit the ground perfectly timed with other these this <laughs> thunderous booming. Others have just added to the sound that's already in there. Um, but um, so, how long do you want to wait, American? Because the other guys will obviously be doing something while you're waiting. Um, hoping for them to wave the all clear when there's an all clear. Have they investigated anything down there yet? The rope is really easy to climb. Yeah, it's, it's all clear. Come on down. Well, you, you but, could stay up there and keep watch if you wanted to. Bill I mean. just throw the okay sign from down the hole. Yeah, cool. He's like with like a chipped tooth and like a yeah. black eye, just like, yeah, that's good. I would super <laughs> like to approach Mr. Bill and open up his little pouch and say, do you want some cheese? I, I hear that helps with strained muscles and blood <laughs> uh, sure. and sick offers Mr. Bill six pieces of cheese <laughs> I've also oh, rolled incredibly poorly as I make oh. my way down the road how much cheese did you <laughs> with a five how much cheese did you screw up before you six I had six I see you give him an all to Bill okay don't so, call it squirting out cheese I don't <laughs> what was that sorry Bill oh. I'll eat five pieces of cheese okay cool um and Sildar says, oh, are you going to eat that? And pointing to the remaining piece. Uh, did Sildar did not regain any health when he slept? Or did he, 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 just, he just... He just... He just, I just did, well, yeah. What was that? Sorry, Bill? I did think to use it to save someone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that... Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. It's... I mean, it's... <laughs> no, just, did, it's did, just my knees. Uh, it's okay. Did, they're, they're fine. <laughs> No, you no, want no, it? you go ahead. That's fine. Eat five. <laughs> just eat five and leave one for just saving someone. I mean, that's great. My knees, uh, like, my knees are okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyway. Like, <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. No, no, but no. It, we need to save, might, save people, I guess. It, we might need it later, like for you or for someone else. Eh, I know what you're saying. Don't worry about it. My knees are fine. Uh, just... Uh, <laughs> We'll get so through, passive aggressive. We'll, we'll oh, get through this. Yeah. We'll get through this, even if I'm holding you up. Don't worry about it. I want you to have it. As as Sildar, don't let him guilt trip you, Bill. As Sildar and Bill are having this little <laughs> passive aggressive back and forth, American um, just like crashes down into the ground next to you guys. Um, can you give me two d six as well, please, American? <laughs> <laughs> I think my knees are going to be in trouble as well. <laughs> not your knees. Oh, that's not too. Bad. I have rolled a four. So you you land like hands and knees, bam, onto the ground, just twenty foot drop, slamming, boom, into the ground, taking four <laughs> damage. Um, it's like, oh, my hands and knees, <laughs> my hands and knees. Oh, yeah. God. Just look, looking at Silda. Well, I wouldn't be asking Bill for any of that cheese. He's probably probably holding on to that for like an emergency or something. Yes, because he's a very smart man. I would never dream of asking for something so petty. You're right. <laughs> Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D &D and what's happening in the campaign. 
Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.